do we need to just quickly check in around the cups of tea that we're drinking we should probably send a quick shout out to our number one fan Rhett who's pointed out that his favorite thing about this podcast is being able to hear as we eat and drink things mm, yeah um so Rhett we were actually about to start the podcast and we didn't even have cups of tea so <laughs> so I went and made some especially yeah. for you so please enjoy and look we are missing some chocolate to chew on so it is yeah. gonna have to you can have to be satisfied with slurping Just slurping yep for this time um, um cool welcome to apocalypse live thank you and welcome to you as well welcome to your living room <laughs> Which sort of... I'm happy to have you here. My living room is sort of the site of a daily apocalypse these days, which is when your baby learns to walk and pulls all the books off mm. your shelf. And the weird embarrassing books that he pulls oh. out that you weren't aware that you had. Because there have been some Dan Brown floating around or... <laughs> There's defi- he's definitely some providing us with like... Goosebumps classics or something. <laughs> God, I would love if I still had Goosebumps. No, look, he's definitely prompting a lot of Marie Kondoing of our library. Um, well, what's been the most embarrassing book that Clancy has pulled out? Um, look, I definitely realised that I had a copy of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> Great. That I wasn't aware of. Informative. Yeah. For Clancy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So that um, look that went back on the shelf because it's a little bit. You know, it's you didn't. It's m- another Marie Kondo. No, maybe some. Look, personally, I'd like to get rid of all the Christopher Hitchens and Stephen Pinker, but that's oh, just me. Oh, yeah. George, yeah. You know, a little George bit. appreciates those. Yeah don't, yeah, don't say it too loudly. He might hear. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even started the timer. All right. Sorry, guys. We're on the timer. We're on the timer. So, look, um, just to backtrack ever so slightly. I'm um, Annabelle Crabb. And, and I'm Lee Sales. <laughs> But not really. Not really, no. Not Unfortunately, yet, though. We're coming sadly. for you. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that'd be nice. It would be. To not be me. I think you've and got to be to, someone else entirely. I think in order to do that, though, and one of our other number one fans, with Slurping, Weppo, <laughs> did point out, she said, look, I listened to your podcast. It was okay. It was kind of like you guys just talking. And I'm like, yeah, it's like chat 10 looks three. And she's like, yeah, but those two people are really famous. <laughs> <laughs> people want to listen to them, just have yeah, conversations sure. about nothing. Um, so apologies for that, Weber. We've actually got an agenda for this podcast prepared just for you. <laughs> Which can <laughs> I just note? Written it, yeah, in purple, purple pencil. <laughs> I found it in your um, array of child's crafts. <laughs> Over in the corner. <laughs> so anyway, let's do, should we do some quick updates? First of all, I am actually Alex You're, and you are actually Heather. I'm Heather, yep. Um, and we're here to surprisingly talk about this pandemic. The pandemic. I'm not sure if people are aware um, yeah. that there has been one going on. <laughs> pandemic going on. And so we just thought we'd start by doing a little bit of a quick check-in about where the world's at. At this it's particular moment. Monday the 27th of April. And it is actually a couple of weeks since we last caught up for yes. a chat. So we've had a little bit of a, a lull. In motivation. Um, in motivation. On my part. Like, <laughs> but you know, I was actually thinking about how that lull Nothing really happened. mirrors what the past couple of weeks have been like. And mm. funnily enough, I think it's almost like we were starting on that lull a couple of weeks ago when we caught up and recorded because there was a bit of a feeling 
even two weeks ago of like, oh, things have stopped changing so rapidly. It feels like we're settling in mm. for a bit of um, predictability and mm. it feels a bit like the, and I think we said at the time, like the marathon mm. um, has settled in rather than this feeling of sprinting. And that has been very much the plotting sensation of the past two weeks. It's been I excessively feel. plotting. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it is interesting to note that we've mustered the motivation <laughs> to get back <laughs> on together. On the very day. On the day of some more announcements. Yes. <laughs> so what are the announcements? So there's the been conference. a little bit of change. And the cautious optimism of a couple of weeks ago that we were lucky enough to be feeling sort of has really settled in. So there's been some announcements today and last night, Sunday night, good old Sunday night press conference um, from state governments about um, some loosening of some of the rules. So mm. here in BNT, our home, mm-hmm. and here in Alice Springs, to be even more specific about home, but NT government has reopened national parks. Um, so now camping and hiking in some parks is allowed. And that Not was- camping. Oh, no, it is allowed in some parks. Which ones? Just not the ones near us, which is really disappointing. Which ones are you allowed to like, camping? Apparently Litchfield. Oh, great. So we're yeah. just going to pop up there for the so long we'll weekend. So pop up to Darwin. It's... Thanks a lot, NT government. Yeah. Although, but I do feel but cautiously. <laughs> but actually, thanks. And I kind of feel like it feels like a good um, precursor to possibly it's foot in some the door. camping maybe next weekend. And look, as I did note earlier today... My feeling around knowing that we were now able to camp in the parks, like went in my own head something like, oh my gosh, we can go camping. This is so great. I can't wait to go camping. Oh, but oh my God, I'm going to be so tired after going camping. I'm not quite sure if I want to go camping. Like maybe Ooh, not this weekend. What food do you make? Yeah. Are there still going to be flies? Yeah, exactly. I thought about the flies and it sort of made me realise that, you know, as much as I want camping, I perhaps more want the option of camping mm. than I want the actual camping. The reality so, of camping. Um, yeah. You know, I think the camping will come. Yeah. So so that's happened. And in WA, just over the border in WA, uh, restrictions have been loosened again over there so that they're a little bit more in line with what we already, the situation we already had here in NT and in South Australia, which is that groups of up to 10 can gather um, I think non-contact sporting activities is okay and camping. And it is doesn't allowed. have to be a funeral. And it doesn't have to be a funeral. So that's you great news. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to pray for a distant family member to, um, you know, bite the dust in order to shuffle off the mortal coil. Yeah, mm. but you know, like after li- having led a good, um, long, life. long, and productive, meaningful, rich life. So, so they've been so so a little bit of, of loosening of restrictions and and Boris Queensland Johnson's out as well. Of as Boris well. Johnson's out Just of hospital. In Australia's tracing app, COVID Safe. COVID Safe. That's what COVID it's called. COVID Safe. I think that's what it's called. Was released last night. Um, two million downloads so far, apparently. Not enough, is it really? Not quite enough, but they're feeling very positive about it, which leads me Heather to inquire. Have I downloaded Have it? you downloaded I the COVID safe app? No. Is there a reason? There's just no reason. Yeah. And I'm happy to have it on my phone. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I just, I mean, you know that I'm a progressive person and that I care about many issues, great and small. Um, I just have never really been able to get behind people really caring about mm. like data stuff. Yeah. And I've asked a lot of questions, especially of George 
my husband, who is a data analyst, about why people care so much about this. And I also was privy to Frank Kelly really grilling some mm. dude from Coversafe um, this morning on breakfast and saying, like, why would people not download it? Like, what's the worst that could happen? And he was just like, um, I, I get and he couldn't really answer mm. that question. And fair enough, he has a vested interest in people downloading it because I assume he was the guy that made it or is some sort of representative mm. from the government. But uh, I don't get it. So people phone in and let us try to school me in why I should care. And why if you people, should care about your data. Why I should care if people have my demographics. And so what's the vibe on like the critical mass of people that have to have it for it to actually be because the general vibe is that if we have this then we can go back to like life as normal right yeah and yeah uh 40 i think it's 40 percent of the population 40%, that's not heaps yeah okay so, yeah so everybody go home and download it yeah um well so i, I was thinking, thinking so here's so i haven't downloaded the app you haven't no and like you i'm a little bit aware of being a bit um like a bit a bit ignorant mm. around data and understanding why why what its value is to me i prefer the term apathetic to ignorant all oh, right yeah. well i feel a bit ignorant there okay but what i do feel a bit apathetic about is downloading the app <laughs> i can um tell you i've just gone to the app store trending oh, at the at the moment Vic Emergency app, YouTube, Fitbit app, Domain, Air Visual, COVID-19 app Ooh. is number seven. So straight list. from Heather's mouth, the COVID-19 app is quite trendy right now. It's trending, everyone. <laughs> um, it's classified as a health and fitness app as well, <laughs> which I find a little bit little funny. <laughs> um, so look, I'm going to download it. Oh, wow. We can watch Here we go. it in real time as it happens. But let's move on because... We only have seven minutes and 36 seconds we left. Have seven minutes. So, like, the thing that I was just thinking, so I'm kind of not moving on, but I'm segueing. Mm. Um, this is like a move on segue, was that, yeah, my reason for kind of not downloading the app is much more connected to me not feeling anxious about pandemic things at the minute. So, mm. it just sort of hadn't been on my radar. And, and that was causing me to reflect on some of the feelings over the past two weeks since we last caught up and how like the the feeling in town is just definitely much more relaxed mm. we were talking about social distancing faux pas mm. earlier and i and i didn't I think like... i had any and then i realized i did yeah it's not a it's not a funny story you but hugged somebody without their consent i well no we, i like i hugged somebody outside the cafe getting our takeaway coffees i hugged my friend because we were catching up with each other and we both gave a hug and then we were like oh whoops we're not supposed to be whoops. doing that but to me it sort of exemplified that it's just that anxiousness hasn't been on the top of our minds and we did a bit of a back off and went oh whoops 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 but um yeah whereas three weeks ago <laughs> i had a social distancing faux pas of a very different order <laughs> which made me realize that i had yet to catch up with how anxious everybody else felt about oh, it yeah. yeah where i ran into a friend at the pathology lab while I was holding as I came out of the toilet while I was holding a jar of my own urine the pathology lab <laughs> is such a great place to bump into people I've always it, found so it's pretty awkward because I mean I was holding a jar of my own urine um and also I didn't really want to talk about why it was there because who wants to talk about why there but mm. I was instantly curious is this guy here because of coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> did he actually have it but I sort of 
you know, thought, oh shit, you know, I'm holding my own urine. This is really awkward, but you know what? I'm just going to make the most of it. Let's have a little chat. And so I approached him to have a chat. And as I approached him, he kind of backed away. And originally I thought that was because of the, the urine. urine that you were holding out <laughs> at arm's length as in like front of you. Advanced at on the kind him. of nose level. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let me just put that down. And so I put that down and gave it to the person um and then continued trying to talk to him and he kept sort of inching away from me and we sort of did this odd slow dance around the waiting room of the pathology lab and eventually he just said look I'm just trying to do a bit of social distancing and I was like oh my god it's not awkwardness about the urine it's awkwardness about me just being too physically close to you in the time of coronavirus and so I think the fact that we've gone from there three weeks ago to now people hugging in the street without really giving it a second thought is quite telling and maybe but well, i it feel does, like it's, it's maybe prematurely come to an end well yeah I'm totally just wondering what are we going to talk about in a few weeks time well We're maybe gonna i'm going to reflect on the pandemic forever it'll be like you know when you go to a wedding and the wedding's like a total disaster i mean that's like something you don't you can like keep talking about that yeah. for a really long time <gasps> maybe we could do a true crime investigation into the ruby princess Gosh. i mean probably somebody way more qualified than yeah. us who's who doesn't live in alice springs <laughs> like as far from any possible water body in australia as you could ever hope to be that has been really interesting though having conversations with people about the ruby princess Mm. and i feel like cruise ships are just such a divisive kind of phenomenon in general and some people really love them and some people like me really look down on them and think who really loves them people love them mate i've spoken to some people who just are gutted that the cruise industry might never come back and that they might never get a chance to go on cruises again. Were you socialising in <laughs> well, a look at your face retirement right now. village this at the time? This is such a little like elitist type. Yeah, like sure. I'm so above kind of. Well, I'm, I feel I'm not exactly. above it. I'm like significantly too young for it. Well, this is what I'm realising, that it's actually not just super old people, that there's all types of like demographics who go on cruise ships. So call us. <laughs> Because we're now. Are you like a secret agent for the cruise ship industry right now? Is this your like? I just find it really interesting. And I think it's just, it's one of the things, one of the unintended consequences of coronavirus that has like thrown up. It's like this whole, because I sort of thought maybe there's like five cruise ships in the world, you know, but there's at least 20, maybe even more. I reckon there's even more than that. And so I just think that's really interesting that I never would have really given much thought to cruise ships as a whole thing. And now it's like such a fascinating mm. thing that I wouldn't really have like thought about if it hadn't been for well the ship of death. Look, this <clears throat> makes me think about restrictions loosening and some of the things that may we can it feels like it's possible to be hopeful and to imagine an mm. after now. And at a time that, you know, we might be down at the pub or we might be at the park with our friends or we might be doing things like this. And so I wonder if there are things that might be, you know, or that will start to reopen that you wouldn't want to necessarily get in on. And for me, a cruise ship (laughs) would definitely be one of those. So you think this might be one of the welcome casualties of coronavirus. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but say if the industry is saved, I just can't imagine, even if I was a cruise ship fanatic, I can't imagine that I'd sort of, I feel like I might have some uncomfortableness you about might have the PTSD concept of, of getting on it. About going back. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so what are the things that we're happy to let go with coronavirus? Yeah. Or yeah. <clears> or if there's anything that sort of like it reopens, but you, like it might reopen, but there's a part of you that's not quite sure if you'd be comfortable re-engaging with. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm pretty keen for sort of everything to reopen. Mm. But, you know, I have sort of enjoyed going into town and just like walking around and there's just like no one there Mm. I think that's really nice and I have liked the fact that I don't have to have as many uh little chats with people along the way Mm. you know oh that's a very Alice Springs thing to be (laughs) grateful for not having to yeah because I mean for all of our um, many thousands uh and indeed tens of thousands of listeners in big urban centers um the Alice Springs thing is that you can't go anywhere without seeing anybody. And so you do kind of get into a bit of a vibe. And we talked, did you call it like the Woolworth phenomenon or something? Where yeah. there's sort of like an unspoken thing where you see somebody you know and you can just say hi and you don't wave. have to stop and do a bit of a chat. Mm. But I worry now that when we go back to all coming out again, that suddenly that won't be applicable anymore yeah. because it'll be so novel to see lots of people it that will I will be. have to stop and chat. Um, but do you know what it will be like? What? It'll just be like when everyone gets back after Christmas. Yeah, and it's like you have to yeah. relearn the Alice Springs wave because you've been away for... A, two whole weeks. Two whole weeks. Sometimes, though, maybe it's been like a month even. Yeah. And you forget about the Alice Springs wave and everyone's stopping and having these laborious conversations so with laborious. people that you hardly know. And then gradually you kind of relearn and re-remember. Yeah. Um, re-remember? Yeah, why not? I think. <laughs> and then you re-re-re-remember. <laughs> um, how to do the Alice Springs wave. Mm. Yeah, so maybe it'll just be like coming back from Christmas. It'll just take a little while and yeah. then we'll get back into it. And then and we'll then get back into the rhythm. The street again it's sort of like acknowledging anyone that I know. And I have said this, that um, the the hills, the walking tracks, um, the beautiful walking tracks in the sort of edge of the national park behind my little home um, have become the new Woolies because you walk around there and because everyone is walking. So many people You just walking. see everyone you know. And at first, everyone forgot about the Alice Springs wave because it was a new context. It wasn't the Woolies line. Mm. And now I've gotten a bit better at it when I'm in the new Woolies, which is the walking tracks behind my house. I see people and I do a friendly wave and we say, quick, g'day, and we keep walking and you don't stop. Mm. But at first we were like having these like slightly awkward conversations. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's given me a little bit of hope that we can get back there. Well, here's another thing that may, or maybe like that just makes me think of some of the unintended side effects that would be good to hold on to. And one of those things I think is the walking tracks behind the yeah, hills, yeah. Um, behind my house, in the hills behind my house. That, that, that going for a walk rather than going for a wine or even a coffee or whatever mm-hmm. it is has become the new way of kind of catching up with someone. And I think that would be a nice thing I'll remind you of that when I see you two days after Monty's reopens. (laughs) I know. But the thing is, though, and I mean, I did say this with the camping, I feel like I want there to be a, a, like, I'm looking forward to social gatherings and I'm looking forward to someone throwing a party so that I can choose not to go to one and sit at home feeling weird FOMO and getting sad. Yeah. (laughs) But don't you think it's kind of nice now that nothing is happening so you don't get FOMO? Mm -hmm. Like, mm. I really like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, think so as well. I don't have to, like, you know, 
sit around and think about all the things I could be doing because nothing's going on. So I just feel like this huge pressure has been lifted. Yeah. But soon the parties will start again I and know. I won't be going. I know. Yeah. I mean, I won't be going sad. either. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is, listeners in our springs, <laughs> please don't invite us to your parties. No, do, Stop because it. I want to feel like <laughs> I have to say no. <laughs> such a weird... I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. I would prefer to just not... I would just prefer that nobody's going anywhere and doing yeah. anything. And that is, which is the kind of situation right now. And I was sort of thinking how one of the other things, I don't know if this is something you have experienced or, or noticed, and this is very much a, a symptom or, of our soft version of lockdown mm. here in the NT, which we're very lucky to have been experiencing rather than the much more rigid lockdowns on the East Coast. But um, we are allowed to catch up with one other person at a time and that's been a thing that we've been doing so because of that I kind of feel like my social calendar is so full mm. because I can only see everybody at one time yeah so it's like you know maybe usually I would catch up with a handful of people at the pub mm. and then I've seen all those people for the week but in order to see them all for the week now I have to like have a morning date with one and then an yeah. evening date with the other and then a morning date with the next one you know and this is not your preferred mode Oh, no, it's quite nice. Okay. You but, do yeah, like... but it's a different, like, like it feels very full mm, and quite different. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. it is nice to be, for, to be well, forced, to be um, Intimate. encouraged <laughs> to, to be catching up with people in a one-on-one way. Yeah, but not too close. Not too physically. close, at a sensible 1.5 metre distance. Yeah. But without the uh, distraction of the glittering repartee of your other friends at the same time. <laughs> yeah, sure. I wonder, is there anything else that we might keep from COVID? Oh, you know, I had a friend, was it you who was telling me this or somebody else, or you were there when somebody was telling me, no, you wouldn't be because we would never have three people around never. in a conversation. But somebody was telling me, you know how Woolworths, they've put up the screens around like the, the checkouts that oh, have yes. humans operating them. Yeah. They have the screens around them. And so to, I guess, lay like oh, yes. huge sneeze guards. And somebody was saying to me that um, they were talking to somebody who works at Woolworths and they were saying that those screens get so filthy, Whoa. like so disgusting that it kind of makes you realise, oh my God, all the just, all the particles that are constantly just flying between all of our faces that you never would have thought about and are now just like so aware of because these workers, these poor people have to sit there and like look, look at, at this it. thing all day. So does that person maybe feel like retaining those they screens? They want to retain the thing? screens, yeah. So the question then becomes, would you rather know and be aware of all the grossness that passes between us as humans or would you rather just like preferably go back to a state of blissful as someone who has a reasonably low standard of hygiene i just probably wouldn't care prefer to not see i'd I'd want the screen down yeah because i just feel like i wouldn't be able to hear properly and i think and i guess like having been sprayed with those particles for my entire life and kind of succeeded in surviving thus far Mm. um I wouldn't feel it as problematic to continue to do so. Yeah, I sort of agree, but mostly because I wouldn't want to look at the gross screen and have to think yeah, about cleaning totally. it. It does make me think of the social distancing faux pas that I did actually make at the post office the other day. Oh. And I think maybe I was telling you about this. They have the screens at the post office, um, but they've got the screens, the plastic screens. And I 
didn't realise, but without thinking, just because I felt like I couldn't hear properly. Just walked up and licked it? I didn't walk up and lick it. I'd been having this entire quite long and unnecessarily involved interaction about how many stamps to buy for a parcel going to Canada for quite a long time with the lady um, behind the desk who was being very lovely and helpful. But I was leaning around the plastic thing <laughs> and putting my face on the edge of it to look around and talk to her. So, And I just I did it without thinking and then I just felt like such a dick when yeah, I finally yeah. clocked myself doing it and I think she was just backing away from me. <laughs> As fine. if you were approaching with a jar of your own urine. Yeah, but I was definitely an anecdote at her family yes. dinner that evening about some horrible, disgusting customer that like insisted on spraying <laughs> their words in her face, see, even with the screen. The thing, because we just find stuff like that. So there always just becomes a way to like get around things like that. Hey, like mm. when you drive over speed bumps and everybody drives over like the edge of the speed, like the side oh, yeah. of the road. So that like two sets of wheels or when you're out pushing, somebody goes and like removes one section of the speed bump. Oh, yeah. so you can like drive across it. <laughs> or just like completely drives around into the like yeah. scrub, you know? Yeah. Or like um, the Alice Springs thing of taking really long detours when you drive across town so that you don't have to be stopped at, the, the two sets of traffic lights. <laughs> That's really true. Yeah. Um, we are out of time. We are out of time. Um, so, are there any final thoughts? Do you have a... Yeah. So final thoughts. What um, What are you most hopeful about? What restriction are you most hopeful about being lifted in the maybe next week? What do I think is most likely to be lifted yeah. in the next week? Um, I think... I I look I really want the camping thing mm. like that's just me being personally invested in really yeah. wanting to like get out of town and go camping while it's like beautiful weather mm. and like I still haven't buried my placenta it's still in my freezer so <laughs> you know almost a year later so I need to just go somewhere beautiful and just do that I think and so I'm most hopeful that the camping is going to be lifted and to me it just doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't lift it yeah yeah so yeah so that's my yeah one. what do you reckon um yeah I think the camping one is a is a hopeful thing I mean this is very general but you know obviously the maybe the gatherings even if it's just like kind of green lighting oh it's okay to have more than one person yeah at a time you know even though at the back of my mind both with the camping and with the gatherings of people there's a part of me that knows that I'll also be reluctant to participate in any of those yeah we'll have to drag you (laughs) kicking and screaming anyway yeah yeah Mm. yeah but yeah. no, I do feel that that's my, I feel like that's my takeaway change in mood today. Like a feeling of a tangible feeling of looking at the other side mm. of this. Mm-hmm. And that's quite different to how I felt the last time we caught up two mm-hmm. weeks ago mm-hmm. to record. Yeah, totally. Where we were kind of just feeling like, Ugh, this is just going to be the way it is for a little while. Um, a tangible feeling of the other side. Should we leave it at mm. that? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, you've been listening to Apocalypse Live. I'm Heather. I'm still Alex. Yep. Um, we'll see you guys on the other side. On the other hopefully. side. Hopefully. Yeah. Tangibly. <laughs>